your Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Blues Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm Josh Hyman. And I'm Thomas Welch. We got a good episode for you today. Expansion draft reveal is tonight, but all the picks have pretty much been leaked uh, this morning. Thanks, Frank. So we, yeah, thanks a lot, Frank. So we got, uh, I think, 27 out of 30 picks. Could More could roll in as we record. So we're going to be breaking that down, talking about who the Blues lost um, and who every other team lost and kind of giving our thoughts on how Seattle is going to perform next season, considering we have a pretty good idea of at least their initial roster. So going to be an action-packed episode, and I know I know I'm I'm not too happy with the way that this Blues offseason has been going, and Tommy has his thoughts as well. So it's gonna be a, gonna be a spicy episode for sure. But before we get into that, want to let you guys know about our good friends over at Spotify Greenroom. This episode is brought to you by Spotify Greenroom. Download the app and join Tommy and I soon to get in on the action. All right, so I woke up to a a lovely series of tweets, being that not only are the Seattle Kraken not taking Vladimir Tarasenko. They are not taking Jaden Schwartz, and Jaden Schwartz is going to hit free agency and sign somewhere else. And also, the Seattle Kraken are selecting St. Louis Blues. Left defenseman, 24 years old, one of the few young players left on this roster, Vince Dunn. Look, we saw it coming. We knew it was a possibility, but I think definitely after yesterday's episode, I kind of got myself uh in the mindset that maybe it wasn't going to happen. You know, the Blues must have, must have some plan for Vince Dunn because they didn't trade him even though he's been in trade talks for forever. They didn't trade him, so they must have some plan for him. They must be confident that Seattle's not taking him and they're not going to lose one of their best assets for absolutely nothing. Nope, he's gone. Picked picked by Seattle. He's going to be their best player next year. For me, I feel like the writing was kind of on the wall this entire offseason. And really, even before that, I feel like a lot of people expected that Vince Dunn was going to get taken by the Kraken uh, just because like you, you can't protect the guy and he's one of the best young defensemen in the game. That being said, with all the things that happened this offseason with Vladimir Tarasenko demanding a trade, being left exposed to the Kraken, and then all the trade talks circulating about the Kraken selecting him, flipping him to Philadelphia, maybe flipping him to the Islanders, uh, and then throwing Jaden Schwartz into the mix and Jaden Schwartz being linked to the Kraken and Kraken's interest in Jaden Schwartz. The problem with this entire scenario was it gave me hope. And I think before all of that happened, I was kind of... I wasn't okay with the fact that Vince Dunn was going to leave in the expansion draft, but I was coming to terms with it and being like, okay, well, this team needs to bounce back. Like Scott Brunovich is going to have to come in and uh, play a bigger role and try and fill those shoes that he's leaving. But the fact that they gave me hope that Vince Dunn could potentially stay, uh, I think is why I'm feeling the way I am today. And it sounds like you're feeling the way that you are today, Josh. Uh, I know there's a lot of people that don't see this the same way that we do, and that's okay. I understand that Vince Dunn is much better offensively than he is defensively uh, in terms of a defenseman. I still think that's viable to this Blues team that seems like it's trying to make a more conscious effort to be an offensive team. But I do think, like you said, out of everyone on the Kraken's potential selected list as it stands right now, I don't think there's anyone poised for a bigger breakout next season than Vince Dunn in his increased role with that team. Regardless of your thoughts on Vince Dunn, regardless of how he's performed recently, regardless of whether you think, oh, 
He's a liability defensively. He's not good for this team. Whatever. He's 24 years old. He is one of the youngest players on your roster. He's been on this roster for a couple of years and has continued to improve, especially offensively. Like we always talk about, he, he reached his point total from last season, this past season, in half as many games. Um, yeah, he had his struggles defensively, but again, we talk about how he may have been um, mismanaged, having p- placed in, in situations that just didn't favor his gameplay, his style. Um, and, and I think my hope heading into this offseason was that the Blues would work something out with him and also kind of understand him as a player better considering he is, again, 24 years old and has a lot of room to grow and also a lot of room to find a place on a roster where he is able to thrive with his abilities. And he has some very, very positive abilities that he can bring to any hockey team. And I think if Seattle knows what they're getting in Vince Dunn, and I think that they do considering that he's clear far and away their most offensive defenseman on the roster, I think that they're going to allow him to thrive and they're going to not going to put him in positions where he's getting walked by other teams first lines because that's not what that's not what Vince Dunn is good at. He's not a shutdown defenseman, but he's going to go out there and be one of the best young offensive defensemen in the league and now he's going to have an opportunity to do this with a brand new team that is going to need lots of offense. He's going to have a breakout season like you said. Regardless of your thoughts on Vince Dunn, it, it we talk about the youth of this team and how it's been diminishing. Um losing the youngest defenseman you have on your on your, you know, in your starting six. Um, other than maybe Jake Wallman, I'm not sure um, if he's younger or not. But regardless, he, you know, Jake Wallman was a sixth defenseman last year. So even if he is, it's it's not the same. Wallman's so, 25, I believe. 25, yeah, that's that's what I that's what I thought. Um, regardless of again, regardless of your thoughts on Vince Dunn, if you're like me and you, and you think that this team could use some more youth this is a bad bad move for the st louis blues especially considering that they had ample opportunity to trade him and didn't and now we're losing him for absolutely nothing that's the biggest thing for me that there's a lot of reasons that i don't like this for the blues but one of the biggest ones is it sounds like people that are close to the blues and around the team kind of expected a crack and to take Vince Dunn for a while now. And so if you are expecting that and he's been in trade talks for however long and Vladdy's been in trade talks for not nearly as long, um, I, I just can't understand the mindset of being okay with losing Vince Dunn for absolutely nothing, especially when uh, when you're juggling the trade markets for Tarasenko and Vince Dunn and it seems like more teams are interested in Vince Dunn. That just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. You can at least get a fifth round pick or a second round pick or literally anything for Vince Dunn uh, rather than just letting him walk for free. But uh, now uh, the Blues have an opportunity to trade Vladimir Tarasenko. The problem is it feels like every single day that Vladimir Tarasenko stays with this team, his trade value gets lower and lower. Uh, so you might have to be looking at a minimal return, even even one that's lower than what we expected and right off the bat, our expectations were low for this, so uh, they might even be lower than that. The Blues might have to retain salary, which if you're retaining salary and losing Vince Dunn this offseason uh, for Vladimir Tarasenko's contract, I think that's a massive L. And that's not very characteristic of Doug Armstrong, so uh, there's going to be, I feel like there needs to be a lot of moves or maybe some huge moves done this offseason 
to justify this offseason as a win for the Blues. Landeskog would definitely turn the needle in that favor. Matthew Kachuk would swing that needle entirely to the other side. Although it sounds like the asking price for him is astronomical, I think it was reported. I think if there's any team that would be willing to pay that price, it is the St. Louis Blues, especially as they sit right now. Like we said, losing Vince Dunn and potentially losing Vladimir Tarasenko, potentially losing Jaden Schwartz and potentially losing Mike Hoffman. Something's got to give here. This team is in shambles right now, as they stand today. Obviously, it's a long offseason. We haven't even gotten to the roster unfreezing yet, so they really can't make any trades yet. But as it stands today, uh, this team is in shambles, I think, and they need to make uh, some serious moves going forward. If this roster is reminiscent of the opening day roster, and this is your this is your product now, what's it going to be, three seasons removed after winning the Stanley Cup, uh, fans have a right to be extremely frustrated that that there has been no real attempt of prolonging this this window that they that the ownership group keeps talking about the Stanley Cup window. Um, if they truly believe that the Cup window is still open, then they need to figure out a way to re- replenish it and and rebolster this team without mortgaging the future. But I, I'm worried that. Mortgaging the future is exactly what's happening right now with with the the loss of all the players that we've seen in this offseason. But that's a that's a topic for another day. We're going to be getting into that. Um, I'm sure p- plenty more throughout this offseason. But I do want to talk about <clears throat> Seattle's picks and the way that their roster is turning out. Um, so we're going to be getting into that. But first, I want to tell you guys about Spotify Green Room. This episode is brought to you by Green Room. Green Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. Tommy and I will be hosting rooms for Locked On Blues here coming up, so yes, you can finally join in on the conversation you listen to here every single day. Green Room is the perfect place to join conversations about the league. You'll find fans just like you on Green Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to big news or rumors. You'll have a chance to chat with me and Tommy. It might even have a chance to be featured on the Locked On Blues podcast through our Green Room conversations. So go download the Green Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the NHL group for the latest league updates. Follow me at Josh Hammond NHL and Tommy at TULTR15 to be notified whenever we have a room go live. You don't want to miss it. Can't wait to hear everyone's thoughts on the Blues. See you there. Green Room, changing the way we talk sports. And before we get back into today's action-packed, content-filled episode, I want to tell you guys about one of our classic longtime sponsor and that is built bar built bar has so many delicious flavors and there's something for everyone if you don't know the flavors well you're missing out you got coconut cherry barcia raspberry mint brownie double chocolate salted caramel strawberry orange cookies and cream and german chocolate if you haven't tried all the flavors you can get yourself a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors not only are the built bar flavors the best tasting but they're also healthy if you want to look at the macros, you got 17 to 18 grams of protein per bar, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Go to built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. All right, Tommy, I know. The Blues roster is a, is a kind of a sight for sore eyes at the moment. Um, it's something that is is very frustrating to look at, and you know, looking at the names that we have lost in these past few seasons, it's 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 aggravating. 
Um, and, and it feels like, you know, you wish it almost feels like a, a bad dream. You wish you could wake up from Be like, Oh no, 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 Tarasenko is still, still in good spirits. He, lo- he, he, he likes this team. He wants to stay. Oh no, Vince Dunn. What? No, they, 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 they qualified his offer. They're resigning him. The, the Seattle Kraken took, uh, uh, who knows from, from us. Cause it feels like every other team had some no name selected from them, except for the St. Louis blues. But as I said yesterday, I have a feeling that some of those no names, are going to have a breakout season with the Kraken because that's just what expansion teams have done in recent years. So taking a look at this roster, Tommy, what are some of the surprises? What are some of the names you expected to see taken that either got taken or didn't? And how do you think Seattle is going to perform next season? I think one of the biggest surprises for me, nabbing Adam Larson and Alexiak right off the jump in free agency. I think that's a great move for them. Alexiak was one of the guys, uh, and Larson actually, I believe, on one of the episodes we were talking about could be potential fits for the Blues. Um, Kind of more of a defensive-minded defenseman that wouldn't provide as much offensively for the Blues, but it's it's a big need for this team right now to get guys in the lane, guys that are willing to bang bodies and get down and block shots. So I think for them targeting them right off the jump and then taking Giordano, ch- taking Dunn, um, I think they've established themselves as having a pretty good blue line already, uh, depending on what they do in free agency as well. They could add some more pieces to that. So that was my that was my biggest takeaway right off the jump. So I feel like their, their main focus here is establishing um, a solid defensive core. Uh, that being said, they don't really have a veteran presence in goal right now, right? But they're like literally at the floor of cap space like the league minimum of cap space so that almost makes me think that they might go for Grubauer or um, someone else in free agency that could potentially fill that void but you're talking about people that could potentially break out for Kraken like I said earlier in the episode I think Vince Dunn would have to be my favorite for this team getting an increased role finding a new atmosphere doing the thing that he does best on the ice for a brand new team and some sick duds. Uh, I think he's going to be a force to be reckoned with. And a lot of teams will be like, why would they give him up? Um, and I, I, I truly think he's going to make waves, especially uh, with the projection that he was on these last two years in terms of uh, scoring production. Uh, I think he could be a huge fit for the Kraken. I don't know a lot about Mason Appleton, but I love the dude's name out of Winnipeg. Uh, so, so that is also going to be um, that's going to be my other pick for the breakout star for the Kraken. Yeah, I mean, I think I I kind of talked about it a lot yesterday that I I was I suspected that Seattle was going to not necessarily take the big names, and they didn't. And instead, they were going to kind of look for guys that were maybe poorly poorly managed poorly utilized poorly deployed by their teams that they were on this past season diamonds in the rough if you will right right and i think uh, as blues fans we can say first firsthand that vince dunn was definitely uh poorly deployed for the blues last season he showed flashes and it really seemed like all the times that he had like big turnovers or or uh, got walked by some first line forward. As much as that was frustrating, you could also chalk that up to well, Vince Dunn shouldn't have been out there at that time. You know, that's not who he is as a player. And I think that we were all saying if if Vince Dunn, you know, gets gets played in positions where he can thrive, if he's a power play quarterback, if he gets maybe second line or even third pairing minutes and just goes out against teams third or fourth lines, he can absolutely light it up and 
lead an offense from the defensive position. And I think Seattle realized that. Um, and they're going to they're going to absolutely take advantage of him next year. Um, and it sucks. It's really frustrating because I feel like that's something we've been saying the Blues should have been doing this whole time. And now they missed their opportunity. And I think, like you said, teams are going to say, how the heck did, did Vince Dunn get exposed in the expansion draft when he inevitably lights it up next year? Um, I think Yanni Gord's another guy that's going to take a lot of people by surprise. Like, obviously, he was great with Tampa, but they just have so many good players um, and so much depth that I think pretty much anyone from their top nine forward core could be, you know, a, a top three forward on any other team in the NHL. And Yanni Gord's a guy that is probably going to go and take an increased role and put up like 85 points next year just because of of sort of his his. I don't know if he was on the second or third line in Tampa, but he wasn't getting nearly as many minutes as he's going to get this year being their potential first line center. So he's going to go out and I think light it up. And that's not to mention, I'm sure there's plenty of side deals. Like we look, like we look down this roster and see like, how the heck did, did they take him, this guy from this team? I'm sure that there's other players that are going to get traded or picks that are going to get traded to Seattle, not to mention their $40 million in cap space that they can use in free agency. So this roster is going to come together pretty nicely, I think. Um, but Vince Dunn, Yanni Gord, and like you said, hopefully Mason Appleton, just 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 because of the name. Um, I also think Chris Chris Dredger, Dredger um, the goalie that they took from Florida, could be really good as well. He's like, I believe, 21-9-4 in his limited NHL experience with like a 9-2-9 save percentage. So I think he has an opportunity to, to establish himself as a number one goalie if they don't go out and get a different... Uh, player at that position but i think seattle's gonna be really competitive next year um and if you want to maybe take advantage early on and maybe place a little bet on seattle to make the playoffs because i'm sure i'm sure the bookmakers don't exactly think it's too possible but i wouldn't be surprised if it happened their you odds might have been a little bit better if they uh took pat maroon instead of yanni gord but that's true that's true that's neither here nor there I mean, you got to check out betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at BetOnline. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC and MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. Use promo code Locked On. You'll get a fifty percent welcome bonus along with your first deposit. That's literally free money that Bet Online is giving you when you use promo code Locked On. So go to BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. And when we return, we're going to be wrapping up today's episode, giving our thoughts on the Blues roster, Seattle's roster, and what we expect come next season. We've got a pretty basic idea of Seattle's roster. Obviously, there might be some some additions come trades or come free agency, but with the current makeup of the roster that they have right now, the names that they have, do you think that this team is capable of making the playoffs? And if so, you think they can make a run? Um, I don't think so right now. I think the $40 million in cap space that they currently have could potentially, like depending on what they do in free agency, they could swing... They could fool everybody and swing a trade for Jack Eichel with the second overall pick uh, being kind of the centerpiece and Yanni Gord, maybe Eberle thrown into that conversation as well. Uh, they do have some pieces to work with here. Uh, and I think depending on what happens the rest of this offseason could really help determine where they fit in the standings. But 
like you said, as it stands right now, I'm not sure that they're a playoff team. Um, but they definitely have the potential to be there. I think they're close. I don't think they're a bottom of the division team by any stretch of the imagination. I would say they're probably fourth or fifth in their standings right now. And like I said, I don't think the wild card is going to be coming out of the Pacific division. But yeah, I, I think they're close. And depending on what they do the rest of this offseason, uh, they could potentially swing that needle in their favor. I do think that there is some room for them to grow. Um but as of right now, I don't think that they their their current roster is one that can compete for a playoff. But like I said, they still have um, still have free agency, still have the entry draft, still have I'm sure plenty of trades they're gonna roll in tonight during the actual um, during the actual expansion draft that I was looking forward to watch, but now there is no reason to because our good old boy Frank gave away all the picks before I even woke up. So it also might depend Maybe. on how good. Beneers is because it seems like they're kind of gung ho on drafting him at second overall. So that's true. That's true. If he can come in and make an immediate impact, right. it could be could do wonders for that team. So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting offseason. We are moved on from phase one, I think, of avenues for the Blues to upgrade this team, and they very much did not. So hopefully, the the next few avenues being trading Tarasenko, uh, free agency, or the entry draft. They actually decide to uh, get off their butts and, and, and do something to improve this team because as of now, this team has gotten exponentially worse from not only their cup win, but their playoff loss just a few months ago. So a lot needs to happen, a lot needs to change, and we're going to have it all covered for you here on the Lockdown Blues podcast, but I think that's all the time we have today. So thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate it. We've been pumping out these episodes pretty much daily for a while now. We we're, we love doing it. It's been a, it's been a crazy off season. It's gonna gonna keep up the pace these next few weeks. So make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button on whatever podcast platform you are listening to us on. That way you never miss a new upload. Follow me on Twitter and Spotify Greenroom at Josh Hyman NHL. Follow Tommy on Twitter and Spotify Greenroom at T Welcher fifteen. Follow both of us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook at Locked On Blues. Thank you guys so much for listening. And as always, let's go Blues.